Hi, hello. Welcome to another episode of Isaiah's Newsstand. It's your host, Isaiah Edwards. The date is August 26, 2023. Hopefully this episode finds you well in good spirits and high hopes. As for me, I'm doing pretty good, feeling good. Let's see, I haven't done too much on this Saturday afternoon now. Yes, yes. I I got up, I did a little walk-in. I'm liking these weekend walks. <laughs> They're pretty neat. And uh, yeah, so th- that's that's pretty much it. Sadly, due to poverty, it looks like uh, I'm stuck for the weekend. Maybe maybe even for the next weekend. Who knows? But uh, that being said, I am excited for tomorrow. It's grocery day tomorrow. So yay. <laughs> but yeah, uh, things have been chill. You know, we're making the most of life as we have it. I'm trying to think, is there anything else I wanted to cover about my personal news? No, no, we're good. So, um, you know, to that, uh, gonna take a quick walk through the garden and then we will start our news. Okay, Whew. our first news, uh, I'm going to hopefully keep brief, but um, Yahoo Sports, Luis Robiales suspended by FIFA for 90 days pending full investigation for actions at World Cup. So uh, it looks like the Spanish Soccer Federation moved a lot faster, or the um, or FIFA, I'm sorry, FIFA moved a lot faster than I expected, um, so that's good. Uh, I might have gotten the information wrong on that part, like upon like who's moving in terms of disciplinary actions uh, here. But um, yeah, and it's a Spanish soccer federation president. I think I might have maybe at one point even called him a coach the last episode, but whatever. Uh, essentially, he's a creep and he forcibly kissed Ginny Hermoso at the 2023 Women's World Cup last Sunday um, but, uh, at least for 90 days, he won't be able to partake in any football related activities. So, I mean, I think that's at least going to cover them till their next game, but there's still going to have to be more investigation and, uh, you know, uh, I'll definitely keep you posted. One thing I did want to add to about his defense of the kiss that was also really just deplorable was he compared it to like him kissing his own daughters. And once again, if you go and look back at that fucking kiss, it's like you kiss your daughters like that, bro? Mm, no. Like cuz don't get me wrong. Uh, look, we there there's like the Tom Brady kid kiss. That that's a thing. That's awkward or, you know, fine depending on who you are. Uh, but that's one thing. Th- this is not that. I don't think Tom Brady's going around kissing anyone else <laughs> like that. <laughs> I don't know, man. Dude's a fucking creep. I'm glad that he is at least suspended. Um, and I really hope he fucking resigns. You know, at least that's the least you can fucking do, bro. Like, everyone is mad at you. Everyone dislike that. Please leave. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's move along. From the Associated Press. Seven tornadoes confirmed as Michigan storms down trees. Um... Storms down trees and power lines. Five people killed. I didn't like the cadence of that headline. 
at least seven tornadoes touched down in Michigan as part of severe storms powered by uh, strong winds that killed five people while downing trees, tearing roofs off buildings, and leaving hundreds of thousands of customers without power. Uh, The National Weather Service on Friday said an EF2 tornado with a maximum wind speed of 125 miles per hour struck Lansing. Uh, Also, that's 201 kilometers per hour uh, for the international boys and girls. Uh, The state capitol killing one person Thursday night and injuring three others. Uh, Lansing Police Department spokesperson Jordan Gulkis said 84-year-old woman died after a tree fell on a home. Firefighters extricated the woman from the home, but she was pronounced dead at the hospital. Uh, Let's see here. The Weather Service confirmed that an EF-1 tornado with winds of 90 miles per hour or 145 kph crossed from Ingram County into the western edge of the adjacent Livingston County on Thursday night. And then there's four other EF-1 tornadoes in another area. And then a weaker EF-0 tornado uh, with peak winds of 80 miles per hour and 128 kilometers per hour. Uh, that was outside of Wayne County's Cannon Township, uh, west of Detroit. And then this is a little bit of a, I guess, maybe anecdotal, right? Uh, my friend, I have a friend in Grand Rapids. And they were taking pictures of the storm. And I was joking with them about that because they just love taking pictures. And I'm like, you know, surely this might not, you know, maybe not be the best. But whatever, you know, go off. You flicking, you flicking, you flicking. Um, but now, look at it. It's news. So that, that I'm glad that they are fine. And um, I mean, yeah, I mean, weather is fucking crazy. I know for us, I think it was Thursday morning. I was just getting rained on at work. That was fun. That was great. Um we got water, water everywhere. Hopefully, um, you know, you stayed safe. You stay well. Hopefully, you know, you you have your power if you're in that area. Because um, I know there was, like, some stories of, like, you know, just power lines getting knocked over, bowled over. So, you know, it was a mess. Uh, let's see. Is there any other things I wanted to pull from here? No, I think we're good. Uh, let's, let's talk cop news. Cop, cop, cop news. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Uh, from the Associated Press, ex-New York police chief who once led Gilgo Beach Probe charged with soliciting sex in a park. A former suburban New York police chief who once led the Gilgo Beach killings investigation and later went to prison for beating suspect for beating a suspect was arrested again Tuesday after authorities say he attempted to engage with an undercover ranger at a Long Island park. Uh, James Burke, Suffolk County's police chief from 2012 to 2015, was arrested around 10.15 a.m. at Vietnam Veterans Memorial Park in Farmington after exposing himself to a ranger and saying he was interested in oral sex, according to an arrest report obtained by the Associated Press. Uh, Burke was 58 years old. Uh, he, uh, tried to, like, you know, leverage his status as a former law enforcement officer, uh, but sadly, the ranger did not even know who he was. So that's, uh, uh, let's see, 
there, there's also another thing too. Um, here we go. I wanted to talk about this. Burke led the Suffolk County Police Department for a tumultuous three-year period that culminated in his arrest and a plea in a guilty plea to federal charges for beating a handcuffed man suspected of stealing pornography, sex toys, and other items from his department SUV. And I was like, whoa, 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 stop. Like, I, uh, in my head, uh, when, you know, they said he got, um, you know, he was under it for beating a suspect, I thought it might have been related to the Gilgo Beach shit or something like that. And it's like, no, it, it was unrelated to that. I'm like, okay, 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 fine, 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 fine. And then you hear, wait, what? The, the, the suspect stole those items from whose SUV? Like, and it's the department SUV. So it's like, why, like, sir, why are you driving around with these items? And I think it's kind of alluded to it in this article where, you know, and, and also you look at kind of what he got arrested for is that he has, you know, tried to pr- uh, proposition people before, like sex acts, you know, pro- uh, sex workers, I should say. Um, you know, he's propositioned them for sex before. Um, he's gotten in trouble for it. I think he was, like, able to beat the rap at least enough to, you know, get a new job, you know, yada, 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 level up. But, um... Let's see, I want to read my highlighted portion here. Burke has been criticized over his handling of the investigation by other law enforcement officials who said he blocked his department's cooperation with federal authorities. A man suspected of committing at least three of the killings was arrested earlier this summer, uh, Rex Heuerman. Now, that seems that this guy was part of the reason why they didn't want to really work with the feds and you kind of see why because once the feds kind of you know got involved they helped the case but not only that they also saw a lot of corruption going on here and you know the people involved kind of got you know done up so i mean here we are uh, apparently my man was just trying to get some uh some de-stress and uh didn't work out for him do you know who i am <laughs> no <laughs> no sir Okay, uh, we got we got more cop news on the beat. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. From the Insider, six California police officers charged with fraud after they paid people to take college classes for them. Prosecutors say. All right, uh, six police officers in California are facing fraud charges after FBI says they paid someone to take college classes for them. A federal grand jury returned four indictments on August 17th against 10 total uh, police officers working for two departments. Uh, Let's see. The charges against the officers range from conspiracy to fraud to excessive force, as said by the Department of Justice. Uh, We'll run down the names real quick. Morteza Amiri, Patrick Burhan, Barali Jalapa. Ernesto Mia Orozico, 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 okay, Mieja Orozico, Orozico, (laughs) never gonna get that, damn it, Samantha uh, Peterson and Amanda Theodosi, I wanted to say Theodosi and I'm so fucked, uh, okay, sorry, of wire fraud and conspiracy to commit wire fraud, Theodosi and Emiri were employed at the Antioch uh, Police Department, and the other officers were working for Pittsburgh, California Police Department. All right, so now we know where everyone's at, what they're doing. 
uh let's see they are facing up to 20 years in federal prison but i guess they were doing like a distance learning situation and this was based in santa Ana, california excuse me um it started in 2019 they began taking classes and the police departments would pay for the classes plus they would get a bump in pay and benefits upon completing their degrees. So this is good. It's just good for them to do this. It potentially broadens your horizons, not just in your field, but potentially if you want to take your your career elsewhere. And also, you get paid more while you are a cop. You know, post this program. So you know, it's it's a good incentive. Of course, you know, fucking cops get all the good shit, man. You don't just have to go, you know, to war or anything like that. You can just also be a cop as well. You know, it's nice. It's neat. Um, let, let me not be too mean. <laughs> that being said, uh, they were trying to make this a little bit easier on themselves. And um, instead of taking the classes themselves, the officers paid someone else to submit their essays and take tests on their behalf, the document says. The indictment says the officers used Venmo to pay the person who was doing their coursework, which would amount to wire fraud. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Um, you know, isn't it a shame that we, like we use these new, you know, methods and apps, pay, whatever, with technology, and it's like awesome. This makes this makes it so much easier. But if you had like handed them the money cash in hand, then it's like, oh, we would have been fine here. We would have dodged at least this part of it. Um, but yeah, man, you know, uh, legal teams—they go out of their way to get this kind of shit. They—they're they, smart. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. For me, I I think wire fraud, and I've been like, oh yeah, you had to go to Western Union, and it's like, no, like law has caught up with technology; it stays right in pace. It's like, no, your Cash App, your Venmo, can't use that for schemes. You gotta be careful. Um, so yeah, it, it bit them in the ass. Also, I believe two of them, um, the Antioch officers, Daniel Harris and Devin Wigner. Um, Oh, are these oh yeah, these are extra guys. Okay, additionally, the grand jury, jury indicted two Antioch officers, Daniel Harris and Devin Wigner, on charges of conspiring to distribute anabolic steroids. So, damn. Um, so, yeah, the, you know, a little bit of uh, cop blues here, college blues here. Um, you know, I don't know. I don't, have any, I don't have anything cute to add here. We can just move along. <laughs> I just thought the story was really fucking interesting, and it reminded me of, like, uh, like a movie where, like, all the, like, kids have to, um, I don't know, they want to cheat to do their SAT or whatever, right? Uh, it felt like that. I feel like I could I could produce this movie and sell it in a way where it's like, yeah, you know, it's just these cops, and essentially they just want to get their little college program done, and we're going to make it a little buddy. It's not going to be a buddy cop movie, but it'll it'll be like Pineapple Express or something. I don't know. I would have sold it. It would have worked. Um, I mean, I know that we're not shopping anything in Hollywood right now. People aren't working, but, you know, we're getting ready. We got to cook up something, right? They're going to need this. Okay, we're out of our cop news. We're we're ending our cry our cop era, but we're still in our crime era. Uh, law and crime. Missing woman now faces criminal charges for telling anonymous third party lies that she was murdered. We got another one. Um, a missing 
uh, missing woman who made anonymous third-party false reports to a friend and to the Department of Social Services that she had been murdered now faces charges for the hoax, authorities in North Carolina say. Uh, let's see here. Margaret Francis uh, Elizabeth Sweeney, or Maggie Sweeney, uh, identified as 37 years old, a Franklin resident, was considered a missing person late last week. The Franklin Police Department issued an alert with photos of Sweeney detailing her age, hair color, eye color, height, and police department contact information. Uh, the missing person case lasted only one day. Um, let's see. Sweeney was reported missing on Friday, uh, August 18th, 2023, at which time FPD officers began an immediate investigation due to the information provided, which alluded that Sweeney was endangered or deceased. Sweeney was located safe the next day on, on Saturday, August 19th, 2023. Um, let's see. But I guess they were able to figure out that uh, she was the one sending these texts or, um, you know, like relaying this information. And, uh, you know, now uh, it's it's on her. And, and that's unfortunate. I, um, you know, we talked before, I think it was Carly Russell in July. They referenced that in this uh, article as well, as well as another person. Um, but, you know, whatever you're going through, whatever's going on, that's just never the move. Like, I don't know if you're doing that for attention. I don't know if there's just, like, a moment where you have, like, I need to, like, break away. Like, there's just other ways that you can handle this kind of this kind of moment um, that are healthier. Uh, because now you're going to have to deal with, you know, you know, at least misdemeanor prosecution. That's just no good. It just jams you up. And I do agree that it is a waste of time and resources. You know what I mean? Like... At the end of the day, uh, you know, we, the taxpayers, are the ones that put the bill up for that shit. And, and not to say that, you know, that, that's something that truly matters. It's like, I, I want people to, like, get the help that they need. <laughs> that's the most important thing, you know. They, you don't, don't send that text. Don't do that, that phone call, you know. Not that way. <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, this isn't a self-help podcast. I shouldn't, <laughs> I shouldn't get too in the weeds over it. But I, I did think this was interesting, something to talk about. Um, who was it? Yeah, Sherry Papini. Papinini? Uh, that was uh, apparently in September of 2022. I did not cover that. But, um, yeah, the, like, just don't do that. Uh, yeah, in the, the Papini situation, she was using it because she was, like, seeing her ex. And um, she had a whole-ass husband. And then she was like, oh, no, I was kidnapped. And it's like, oh, no, it does not look like that. The evidence is looking like you were, like, just casually with your ex. <laughs> so, once again, just handle your situations. You know, like, you got to fight your demons. You can't you can't just run from them and then send a text to people like, actually, I'm, I'm gone. I'm just dead. Uh, they got me. <laughs> Hat man showed up. Ah, like, no, no, they like, don't do that. Please. Like, because there's people who care about, like, yeah, it, pass the taxpayer shit. There's people who care about you. Most importantly you know what i mean and maybe you don't feel like that in those moments but no there, there truly are you know um so yeah you know that's it that's all we got <laughs> um okay cool we did good today we did good on time neat neato neato um if you'd like to support i do have a patreon patreon.com so news 
give you a shout out once a month for my newsies. Also, plug the project you're on, thing you're doing. Uh, let's see, free ways to hit me up, news one at gmail.com. Feel free to follow all the socials, either the podcast and or me. Uh, you know, hopefully you're commenting. Hopefully you're giving me all the stars. Hopefully you're subscribed on the YouTube. That means a lot. That does a lot. Uh, thumbs up, all that good stuff. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. Thanks so much for being a friend. And hopefully I see you soon for some more good news. I love you. Bye-bye. Mwah.